Hello and welcome to episode 97 of Umpire Pants. It's a podcast where we're a family and we talk about things. Except part of the family's not here today. Rest in peace, Bill, wherever you are. He's not dead. He's just resting. Um, Mary's here, though. What's going on, Mary? Well, now I've had a heart attack What with Bill being gone and all. <laughs> um, I'm glad to hear he's just not quite here. So, yeah, sucks to be you, Bill. You're well, we're recording a on episode. a Friday. We're trying to bank a couple episodes f- in order for you to leave to Costa Rica for what is traditionally the best two months of... Seattle. I wish people would stop rubbing that in. Well, I, I'm aware July of all the stuff I'm missing. I know. I'm missing all of all the good stuff. And you were here for February, which usually <clears throat> traditionally sucks balls. Yeah, it does. Not gonna lie. It sucks balls to be here in February and it's the best place to be during the summer. So we screwed this up real hard and I hope this is the last time. Well, you won't exactly be suffering down there, I suppose. Hmm. Hot, sweaty. <laughs> yeah, you'll find a way to complain about it. Well yeah. Of course I will. Are you going to mess with that blanket this whole time? I don't know. Why is it bothering you? A little bit. She's got a blanket that went through the washer and dryer and apparently the fringe is all tangled and all I can see out of the corner of my eye is her poking and poking it. I'm untangling. Okay, fine. I'll move the blanket. <laughs> Fit about the, that. Okay. I will continue my... It's very soothing. I see why babies like their blankets. Well, I feel like you can't concentrate on two things. Like, well, like a ba- Much like a baby. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm I'm done with my blanket. Problem All right. solved. Let's get right into it. What's your shit list of the week? Um, I sh- I will have I to come really back to that on you. No, you shouldn't have, because I think there is something I can't or what it is because okay. I have a, a memory problem. <laughs> problem with my memories. How that is. Do you have an ice cream truck of the week? Which is, as everyone knows, the opposite of a shit list of the week. Mm. Well, kind of. I get to stay for the pride parade. I thought we were going to miss it, but. Uh, we're leaving on a different day than I thought we were leaving, so I get to go to that. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's one of my favorite days of the year, and I thought we were going to miss it. And it sounds like the weather is going to be good. So as I told Herman earlier, sun's out, boobs out, sun's out, balls out. Let's do it. Is that a saying I've never heard before? Or... No. Oh. Well, I <laughs> People maybe was... sometimes say sun's out, guns out, like their their arm muscles. Oh, I see. Okay. So you're just continuing with various and assorted body parts? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's probably, probably that probably won't. Well, of course, you'll see all of it. Yeah, you need to. Pride. You need that warm weather though to get the full experience. It's true. That's yeah. So it'll be no it'll shriveling. Be in the past no shrinking. This comes up. We uh, jokingly said we were going to do an all balls episode, but I don't think we actually have the content. For I don't. That. I don't think I do. I can't. I have, I have little to say. We could um, Google pictures of balls and um, talk about them. Mm-mm, let's <laughs> don't do that. I don't think there's enough variation, at least in human. Oh, that is now you're making me want to google pictures of balls because you're wrong well variation well yeah they're about the same size and about the same i don't think so hanginess well even one pair of balls changes <laughs> minute to minute i know that's why the the warm sun was an issue a second ago <laughs> um I, let's not do that let's do let's save that for the golden anniversary or something i see you typing on your phone you're putting in b a <laughs> <laughs> Not soccer. <laughs> minus soccer. <laughs> minus baseball. Minus basketball. Um, did you have anything you wanted to bring up or anything oh, in particular? You were forcing me to do a podcast today. What's your podcast? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what to talk about. So I assume you were going to bring the content. The only thing I have it, to talk you're about. You're going to bring the noise. You're going to bring the funk. I hope so. That sounds delightful. We were in Georgetown last week. It's part. It's a city in Seattle. It's a neighborhood in Seattle, and they had a sort of a festival situation. And one of the side 
notes in a couple of parking lots were art cars. Yeah. Which which is generally just shit glued to a car. It's not generally. It's always. <laughs> That's Some what of I, them are well more well done but yeah it's usually just old shit glued to a car i used to think that was like oh that's kind of cool look at it's all bunch of shit. i don't know why at some point it's like herman and i were talking about this and he's like yeah they all always have creepy dolls stuck on them which is yeah absolutely true it's like what is people's obsessions with old dolls and creepy situations i don't know i and the other thing we got close to them and they're all filthy i mean you can't really clean them. yeah you can't run that bad boy through a car wash and they're i don't know it's kind of disgusting really i didn't care for it there was one there that was cool because it had old toys and it was just like a walk down memory lane of toys yeah but still but yeah it was a a bunch of crap glued (laughs) to a car what was funny though herman took a couple pictures of it and later he realized in the picture there he captured a little girl who was about four who was checking one out and took something off of one of them and walked away and there's like a picture of her standing by the car and then a picture of her away from the car holding a piece of it that she'd stolen which wasn't very well secured if a four-year-old could get she wasn't four uh, she's closer to two two and a half she's okay. really little i thought so she was she just probably thought oh look they brought me a toy store that's just yeah. cool i'm I w- only i'm gonna be good i'm only gonna take one thing sounds like her parents maybe should have been watching her a little closer if she absconded that, with something <laughs> off a car but tends to be hey, the case whatever. a lot of the times in the world where people have children and then forget about it and i don't know don't deal with it but yeah she, she was actually really cute um, but I bet if that was my car, I would have been less pleased about having some kid who's yanking bits off of it. <laughs> um, but, you know, you just go buy another doll at Goodwill and slap it back in there. It's all going to be fine. But, yeah, I decided I don't care for art cars. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> Topic done. Okay. I uh, want to bring up something that happened right before we started. We went to get pedicures. We tried a new place. Turned out pretty good. They weren't going to cheese grate you, but they <laughs> they did. <laughs> They went behind the curtain, got their secret tools out, and got out a cheese grater for your feet. I'm saying this like they didn't use the cheese grater on my feet. They totally did. But Okay, but maybe you need to explain. Maybe not everybody needs a cheese grater. If you have dreadful um, feet and you haven't had a pedicure for a long time, it gets to be like a, I think people know a horse's hoof, and then they have to use a cheese grater to get it off. That's all. And she was trying to get away with using this little sponge thing. I'm like, <clears throat> you funny girl. Get, go get the cheese grater. <laughs> but we came back and we were setting stuff up here. And I was like, what is that smell? It smelled like an air freshener or a candle or something. And you were like, I think it's this blanket that you wouldn't fucking put down earlier because <laughs> you'd washed it with lavender. Yeah. And I was like, no, that smells good. That smells natural. I can't. Also, I didn't I'm wash smelling. it with lavender. I dried it with lavender. A little bag of lavender. Oh, that makes just, more sense. It's delightful, everybody. It should smell do good. that thing. That's a good hint. And it was driving me crazy. And we were like smelling different things because you guys are getting ready to leave. So you've been getting stuff out of storage and there's weird stuff laying around i finally realized it was my my own legs it smelled terrible <laughs> it was the lotion they used on my legs during the pedicure so i had to go wash my legs off before we started because i could not stand it i actually did notice when she was doing mine that the bottle has a handwritten in sharpie lotion on it oh yeah which i assume that means that they get it out of a 55 gallon drum uh, one probably thing not I, the best quality i did like they kept that lotion warm did you notice that yeah i did notice that like that hot was when nice. they put it on you it yeah. was surprising and nice yeah Shout out to whatever the name that place was. <laughs> it was nothing I'll ever remember, like most nail salons. It said it had the word nail and salon in the name. Yeah, it's by Biscuit Bitch on Third Avenue. If you, if anyone's interested, <laughs> email me at umpirepantspod at gmail dot com, and uh, I will send you the name of it. It's by the dog. Or just go to Biscuit Bitch and turn left or right, depending on which way you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but the right Biscuit Bitch. There are three different Biscuit Bitch 
locations in Seattle, which is only a biscuit store. They do. <laughs> no, they do. They do like by, meals okay, with biscuits. Okay, this is how this works. But, so it um, says nail salon. They're probably going to do nails. It says biscuit. I'm just saying bitch. there's more than one biscuit bitch. You can't just go to any of them and find the nearest nail salon. It might not be the right one. Hmm. Problem. Well, we'll figure it out. If, worst case, get a biscuit. Apparently they have good ones there. They must because the place is always jam packed. Yeah, the one by the market is. They have um, field roast stuff. I can't believe you haven't tried it. Hmm. I didn't know they had field roast stuff, or I probably would have. Well, you can't do it now. You're leaving. It's true. Why don't you do it and let me know. Give me a, you can do a, a rest. oh, that's what we should do is restaurant reviews. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be so great. Okay. We'll okay. do that soon. I'm going to do one right now. Okay. Georgetown Liquor. We went there yesterday. We went there about a week ago with you and Herman. What were you doing there yesterday without me? Starving to death. We went to, oh, Jesus. I spent the, so much of the day sitting in the car waiting. Dad was at an appointment, and I thought it was going to be real quick, so I went with, and it didn't, it wasn't. For, I read almost a whole book. And then we went to Costco, and I had to wait for uh he needed a prescription fill so we they didn't uh, they didn't have it so finally i'm like you know what i'm gonna die if i don't get something to eat so that was the closest place that had vegetarian food uh-huh. and here's my review okay. people stop putting spicy stuff in stuff unless it says it's spicy what'd you get hummus oh weird. And it was almost inedible for me i yeah, mean most people don't notice it as much as i do but i'm that's not something that should be spicy unless they tell you and yeah. what was the other thing they had the little oh we got barbecue pork sliders fake pork sliders yeah. this time and those were too hot for me i ate mine but it was like that was yeah that's don't it do was that. way too hot for me to eat and it was just barbecue like i yeah, don't expect just, barbecue to be hot unless it's called does. spicy barbecue yeah and they have a, something on the menu that specifically says spicy which would lead you to believe that they know the difference and they would not did you send the hummus back or anything no but I'm going to write a review on the Yelp and say, stop being stupid. This is not the first restaurant I've had this happen. And well, it happens the, to you all the time because you have the palate of a baby. Right. But they should t- bear in mind that babies might come to their restaurant. <laughs> That's true. Babies might flood that bar. They, You don't know. So anyway. A baby biker gang might stop it. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how a baby biker gang would work. Would they like hire people to actually ride the motorcycles they're and in just, the sidecars probably yeah so that's how the, okay hmm. all right a visual that i can't quite put my head in around <laughs> anyway so i it's really frustrating when you are ordering food and it's too spicy to eat and i don't know why i don't know why you would put anything spicy in hummus in the second place i've had Doesn't need good it. spicy hummus but it was labeled as such i used to get some at a farmer's market that had jalapeno and cilantro in it and it was so good i miss it well if, it's, I, if it said it had jalapeno in it i would have given it a pass yeah anyway and i like that place i like their food for the most part but i'm just this just irritates me no end to have people do that without warning i don't know i don't understand why you would do that because you know typically to ask if stuff is spicy if it's something that might be but well not hummus I was think hummus is spicy. or the barbecue thing that's that's not a thing barbecue sauce isn't spicy not usually so all right that was my restaurant review Okay, while we're on the food topic. It might have been my bitch of the week. What do we call that thing? Shit list of the week? Yeah, I think yeah, that is your shit list of might, the week. Yeah, it might be. Uh, yeah, I was really kind of pissed because I was starving and it was very maddening. We talked a while ago about how I am old now and I was reading about weeknight recipe, weeknight pasta meals. <laughs> and one person suggested baking gnocchi with red onion, tomato, and zucchini. And I tried it and it's really good. What was the sauce? There isn't a sauce. So I... Cut in half um, little tomatoes, baked it like just, you know, like roasting vegetable style. Mm -hmm. You coat it in um, olive oil and balsamic and then roast it. And then at the end, put on some 
Parmesan cheese, you can leave that out if you're not eating cheese. And it just kind of, with the tomatoes, kind of made it a little saucy, but not very. Hmm. And the gnocchi baked like that gets a really crispy outside, and it is so good. Hmm. I was super into the gnocchi part of it. I don't usually like gnocchi, but I, that's that's why. So maybe that would... I was thinking it would be a good little appetizer thing, too, if you had like a sauce dip, like a marinara to dip it in and hmm. eat it that way or something. Um, Herman wasn't super into the zucchini part, and then I tried it again with different vegetables, and I wasn't as into it that way, but I'm still going to keep trying different variations because the crispy gnocchi is so goddamn good that I suggest it to everyone. I'm going to try that. Sounds good, except now I'm going to have to wait till I get back because I don't think you can get gnocchi. You know, maybe you can. I don't know. It's going to be more and more products there that it's much different than it was 10 years ago. In Costa Rica, to finish your sentence. Particularly in the town where our house is because that's a very small town. And But somehow they've um, added grocery stores. I don't know where this population is coming from, but yeah, there's it's a working lot of, in our favor. There's a lot of variety compared to when you first moved there. It's true. Another food topic that I'm going to talk about is... <laughs> you double dog, dare you? You oh. were at our house a while ago. I don't remember what we were doing. And um, we had... Oh, I think we were listening to the Mariners game. So we had the TV on, but it was on mute. And a cooking show was on. And we could tell from context that they were doing a eggs benedict challenge where people were making doing variations of eggs benedict and one of them used rice as the base and you were like that looks terrible and i was like that actually sounds good like eggs and rice and hollandaise sauce what could go wrong with that like it doesn't sound bad and then you were like well if they called it rice and eggs and sauce and shit then it might be okay (laughs) and i thought that was kind of classic mary naming a dish Kind of is. Not like you're like, you call that eggs benedict, fuck you. But if you call it rice and eggs and sauce and shit, mm-mm. <laughs> I, I think I've admitted and it's been documented that I'm not good at, but okay, if I said that, you know what it was. I would say, this is, do you want to come over for some rice and hollandaise and eggs and shit? And you'd know, yeah, sure, I'll come over. Sounds yeah. good. So you know what crab things are. You know, it, it's what true. Stuff if, is. I, if you asked if I wanted eggs Benedict and they came and you gave me rice instead of an English muffin, I would be like, what is this shit? See, even if I liked it in the end, exactly. expecting an English muffin and not getting an English muffin is just it's a letdown. Exactly. That's that why we've all experienced. And, and you all know I mean, what I mean. All experienced people calling random dishes eggs Benedict. You can't you can only get. OK, here's how this is the rule for eggs Benedict. Okay. You can only vary one component. Can it be the English muffin? No. Can it be the egg? Could be scrambled egg. Okay. Not poached. So you can change the way you do the egg. Yeah. Can it be the hollandaise? You know, I I frown because I frown. that happened to me one time. We were in Paulsbo, Washington, and trying to find a place to eat, and it was just ridiculous. I don't know, anyway, we finally settled on a place and go in there. I ordered that, and I ordered, no, I didn't order eggs Benedict, but I ordered something with a side of hollandaise, and it came out, and it was Bernays sauce. Oh, that sounds not bad, though. It was so not what I wanted that it was, I mean, if I, if they'd said Bernays sauce, it probably would have been fine. Is there something about completely switching up a, a sauce? Like, you don't know the difference, because that's like, <laughs> if I had ordered gravy, would I have gotten Bernays sauce? If I'd ordered chocolate syrup? I mean, what, how do you not know this is Bernays sauce, as opposed to hollandaise sauce? That's all. Isn't, doesn't Bernays sauce have wine in it? What it has in it that's very strong is tarragon. Tarragon. You used to make a Bernays Yes, I made a, a dish. delightful. It was rice and some kind of steak. Sauce and shit. No, it was steak. It was like a yeah, it classic. Yeah, was Bernays. Yeah, it was a classic thing. It was quite delightful, actually. If you like to eat meat, and I don't anymore. So 
But yeah, the Bernays sauce instead of hollandaise sauce. Okay, so you can switch out. And the ham, obviously, you always switch out. Yeah, for preferably meat. avocados and tomatoes or spinach or combo, doesn't matter. I like eggs benedict, but um, I don't like eggs that are undercooked. And That's why the scrambled eggs work. Yeah, we've done that before. Getting an egg in a restaurant that is not that doesn't have a runny yolk is almost impossible because even if you tell people that you want it cooked all the way through, I think cooks have a hard time with it. Like it goes against their training or something. Cause I think so too. I've been like, can, I'd want it all the way cooked, break the yolk, like hard cooked, and then had to send back numerous eggs after that so i just quit ordering them that's why the scrambled eggs too stressful yeah well yeah that's that's true um yeah eggs benedict eggs benedict are pretty pretty solid there's not a lot of variation that you can do and still call it that there was some place one time oh the place down the street on the waterfront um patty coins oh yeah they do a benedict without eggs mm-hmm. that was surprising that's their vegetarian one it's not even vegetarian it doesn't say it's vegetarian it just says benedict they just call it benedict well it's vegetarian it's just not vegan right but it's vegetarian anyway if you take the ham off but they took the ham and egg off assuming that you but doesn't holiday sauce know. have eggs or yeah if, if it's it? eggs benedict it's, it's not vegan it's vegetarian yeah by nature if you take the because you had to off. order it and then add an egg, which was really confusing. Yeah, they bring it on like where all the eggs, and they're like, "Oh, there's no eggs." Like, what the hell are you talking about? Come on, this is another <laughs> one of those examples of Benedict. Isn't are the eggs implied? I I, think, they are to me. I think they are. I've never seen that before or since. All I've seen are weird combos that it's like poutine. It's a yeah. very simple, straightforward thing. There are four things in it, and that's all. And people will like switch out the cheese curds for blue cheese or some shit. I don't know. I've or just, just seen... regular cheese. That's the most common thing that they mess with and then still try to call it poutine it's like well that's just cheese fries yeah or they'll put like bernays sauce on it and call it poutine oh yeah like um some weird real porky meat gravy thing instead of just brown gravy yeah i don't know there's some things that are just they're already explained for you you don't need to worry about that just move on to something that wants fixing all you cooks out there and stop putting spicy stuff in stuff that's not spicy all right. All right. That was a pretty good rant, actually, I thought. It wasn't too ranty. I think it's about the right amount. Right amount of ranty? Yeah. Don't you think? That was pretty good. That's fine. Now we have to do is send this to all the chefs in Seattle or cooks or whatever they call themselves. Oh, I had an ice cream truck of the week. It's when um, dogs have best friends that are other dogs. Can you name an example? No, I don't know any dogs, but I've... <laughs> How do you know they have best friends then? I've seen videos and stuff oh. when a dog sees another dog and it's excited because it's a specific dog that it likes. Yeah. Like different than when it's just excited because it's another dog. They're super excited because it's their best friend. Yeah. That's that's my ice cream truck of the week. I think that um, Finster and Abby were that. With each other? each other? Yeah. Don't you I, think so? I mean, when they don't see each other all the time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm talking about a very specific thing that I can't back up. Can you quit questioning it? No, I'll actually reinforce it because one of the things that used to irritate the hell out of me is people have a, there's a little, across the street in the apartment building, there's a little grassy area yeah. where people can take their dogs. And at seven o'clock in the morning, people will take their dogs out there before they go to work and they bark because, and I finally got up one time and looked at and they're barking because they're so happy because there's another dog. Yeah. And they're just like yapping and running around. And I've thought, you know, this dog's going to spend the rest of 12 hours in a apartment let's just be happy that the dog got to play with the other dog for 15 minutes yeah that's... and it was actually it's actually really cute to watch because they really do um have fun chasing each other yeah so that's a that's a good one i like the friendly dogs dogs that have friends so should we take a break or are we doing a short episode why would we do a short episode because i'm out of stuff to talk about well we can talk about you being out of stuff to talk about no that's no. dumb and boring <laughs> okay i'm vetoing it <laughs> okay 
What time is it? How long have we been going on? 22 minutes. Oh, well, it's not so bad. Maybe we can just do a longer episode of um, Hints. I can just put in like my Sharona for the song break. <laughs> Please do not do that. Do you want me to just sing it? My, 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 my Sharona. I don't want anybody to ever sing it in the first place. I want to go in the Wayback Machine. Let's talk I heard about that's Dad's, your favorite song. Let's talk about Dad's ear, ear phone things. Okay. Go what ahead. Are, okay. He has those white ones that stick out of your ears and you look like a... I don't know what you look like. They're <laughs> fake AirPods. So stupid. I don't know why they bother you so much. Because look at him. Jesus, it looks like he's got cotton balls hanging out of his ears. I just think that I would immediately lose them. Like it would fall out of my ear and go down a storm drain. Like as soon as I walked outside. That wouldn't be the worst thing ever. Look at those. It's just ridiculous. I don't know. Why are they white? Because it's supposed to look like an Apple product. Well, why won't you just, why, is, why are Apple products white? Because it's they how they branded it years ago. God. Okay, fine. I just think they look ridiculous and I'm not a fan. Okay. That's all. I think they look silly. And it does, I guess that's what it is. It's like, it looks like cotton balls sticking out of your ear. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I, they're fine. Just go have those. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm taking a break. <laughs> okay, fine. Quit making that noise. What noise? That blowing into the microphone. Oh, all right. This is a disaster. I'll <laughs> see you later, motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome back from the break, motherfuckers. 
Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where I read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. I'm letting Mary be in charge of the spreadsheet and the uh, highlighter. I don't know if it's a good idea. It's not. I wish Bill was here, but what are you going to do? Should I get Herman to help? Yeah, sure. Okay. He doesn't look... Where's he going? (laughs) He's running he's, off. He's, running, he's running away in this tiny apartment. I can still see him. He thinks he's hiding like a like a cat or like so, a dog that doesn't want a bath. Are you picking a number? Well, I guess so. I wasn't sure if Herman was going to be involved. What episode is this? It's 97. 97. So let's do a 97 thing. Let's do, um, you can have that. Now I have to find this. 97. 197. 197 is not done. All right. Okay. Um, I think this might be tied to the one above it, but let's see. Especially if your water comes from a spring or well, have it analyzed first as to fitness for drinking and cooking. Even if okay, it will still need purification. Boiling all drinking water for at least 10 minutes will make it safe against contamination. Okay, I guess that's not tied to anything. It's just saying test your water. That is real weird. So if you have well water, you're supposed to boil all of it? If it comes from a spring or well... No, I think it's saying well, so even to get it, it tested. And if you get it tested, it's fine. You should still boil it. We did again. The whole thing? Okay. I don't know. Have it analyzed first as to fitness for drinking and cooking. Even if okay, it will still need purification. Boiling all drinking water for at least 10 minutes will make it safe from, against contamination. I well, would, that's the thing. Here's what you, what you do. You sell the house and go to a place that has city water. <laughs> also, Not contamin- contamination... It'll if there's lead in it, boiling won't do anything. Like or arsenic, you need. No, they're probably get rid talking about. Well, they're probably talking parasites about parasites like or things. Animal E. Like, coli or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if there are animals in the neighborhood that are pooping in your well. Well, not in the well, but near the well. I don't know. How, I don't know how germs work. Can't they filter down into the water, dirt? Yeah, I mean, it's in the water. I don't know. It's a thing. But I've never heard of anybody with a well boiling their water. I mean, the, all of it, like. All of it? I'm guessing. Do you have a day no, when you that, boil that's water? That's probably like, not necessary anymore. If you There's probably filtration systems. I'm not talking systems. about now. I'm talking about then. 1948. Oh, I wasn't alive then. Like well, that, you. I'm you, talking you about the... 20 years old in 1948, but not me. Well, I, I didn't boil my water. <laughs> and I want to know how common that would have been. I, I don't know. You know how long I it would take you to boil water that you're going to use for... Like, Did you have like a Monday wash day and then Tuesday you boiled your I water? Swear, no, for, oh, for drinking. Well, the thing is also... I don't. I think it's bullshit that if it's safe for cooking and drinking, you still need to do anything to it. Right. That's a very confusing hint. Okay. Well, everyone disregard that hint. Don't boil your water unless you live in Flint, Michigan, and then just don't even touch it. Well, yeah. Like I said, won't do anything for lead. Okay. This whole uh, spreadsheet thing's not working out very well. You want to hand me that? <laughs> okay. We have a blank look in a. Uh, I'll pick number forty-three. Forty-three. Okay. This is early on. It should be food related. My favorite topic. Remove the burnt taste from scorched milk by putting the pan in cold water and adding a pinch of salt to the milk. We've heard a similar hint about burned vegetables where they seem to think that putting it in cold water is going <laughs> to trick anyone. Um, yeah. I, oh, God. Scorched milk. What? I've never had. I've never really cooked milk in a way that could scorch it. I've made like a white sauce, but I've never just heated yeah, milk to have it warm or anything. Right. I, I remember... When I was a kid, we used to make hot chocolate the real way with milk and cocoa powder, a little bit yeah. of salt. Did you ever um, scorch it? Just you know, yeah. It's, it's a weirdly, does it taste terrible? No, I threw it away. Oh, okay. I mean, Ernst. I'm not even sure it was me. It might have been my mom. Anyway, Ernst I don't boss. think I ever try 
trying to make this into a balls episode, aren't you? A little bit. Um, I was like, now see, you made me lose my. You know, I have no train of thought. Come on, don't say balls in the middle of my sentence. <laughs> well, you said that you were your mom okay, has it, scorched milk. Yeah, I think it it does just fairly easily. Yeah, but and then uh, one reason not to to do that is because what a freaking night. Well, I guess in the microwave it'd be easier now, but in a saucepan it used to be easier to scorch so, it in a microwave. But then it's probably easier to clean glass. I don't know. I just remember cleaning the pans. So the milk was in and it was all sticky and icky and impossible to get out. And yeah. it was really delightful hot chocolate, but I'm not sure it's worth it. Yeah, it is. Do it anyway. Yeah, just do it. make your hot chocolate that way, guys. And then email us at umpirepantspod at gmail.com and tell us all about it. It's going to be good. You're going to like it. All right. What number do you want to pick, Mom? I want to pick um, 701. Going deep, but yeah. not deep enough for car hints. Oh, good. Oh, man. If I can just put on the brakes right before car hints. Huh, did you get that? That's pretty, that that pretty cute. That was great. A small bureau, dresser, or bookcase will look perfectly in place <laughs> against a big wall if you frame it with a uniform arrangement of prints or color reproductions. Okay. All right. I'm picturing this now. So you've got a small piece of furniture against a big wall. Mm-hmm. Throw some shit up on the wall around it. Yeah. That will look good. Sure won't look will. Won't look silly. <laughs> I don't know what they're afraid of. <laughs> like, people going to walk in and make fun of your tiny desk. Oh, uh-huh. you're all trying to make this into balls issue, aren't you? Episode, I mean. Well, um, I- <laughs> It's Come always on. a balls issue. Anyway, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, mean, I, I can see that. If if you have a really undersized piece of furniture, it does look stupid. That's that's legit. Not to uh, tiny shame people's furniture, but it, there should be some balance going on with your... All right. Well, I have a pretty tiny house, so I can't even imagine that at this point. But Me either, really. Like a giant wall where a piece of furniture would well, look too small. The house in Costa Rica is a good example. We have that giant wall when Dad made the table in the mirror. And he put uh-huh. the table there and it looked cute, but it looked still looked little. better with a mirror. Yeah, you need more balance. And then it's got a, some bead hanging things on the side. That's so fair. yeah, that's that's a good good hint. All right, Herman, why don't you pick a number? He's picking 453 right in the middle. Oh, do you have to do a lot of... Oh, I, <clears throat> doing a lot of page turning is... Oh, I guess you're getting good at it. You're a trained professional by this time. Yeah, I get paid a lot for this. Um, 453, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Okay, that was... Uh, oh, this is okay. insane. Sounds silly, but it works. Stale, soft chunks of bread rubbed over wallpaper in even vertical strokes erase the soiled spots, even very visible finger marks. That's like an old-school magic eraser. And then you eat the, eat the bread. <laughs> yeah, is that disgusting. is disgusting. I know, this hint is disgusting. No, the part where you eat is disgusting. The part where you just use it as a cleaning agent is fascinating. I guess. Okay, so I wasn't listening to the first part. <laughs> what so the hell were you doing? I don't know. So you take a, take a piece of bread. Take a, probably Stale, soft chunks of bread rubbed over wallpaper in even vertical strokes. Erase the soiled spots, even visible finger marks. Wow. Do you have to do the whole wall? Um, yeah, it says here, and I didn't read this part, you have to do the whole wall. Wow. That's I'm a... guessing you can spot clean with this method. God, do we know anybody with wallpaper? I know, and like little grubby hands. Why? Yeah. Oh, Megan, I wonder if she's got wallpaper in her house. Because she definitely has grubby hands. Not her. <laughs> Sam, the little kid. Got a little kid, he got grubby hands. Everybody knows that. That's true. She is a collector. So, but I don't think they have any wallpaper. Wait a minute. Herman's has seven sisters. One of those people has to have wallpaper. Nancy has some wallpaper in her apartment behind her toilet that is, um, they kept it in a tiny spot 
when they removed it from the rest that has sand in it like I'm obsessed with. Oh, wow. From the 80s? Yeah, but that's not a good wallpaper to test this theory on. So, (laughs) hey, guys out there, if you have wallpaper anywhere, could you try this for us? I assume you have some finger prints on there well you can get it you can rent a kid and give it some well, jam and jelly and everyone better. with hands has fingers you don't have to have but a kid most do people it. don't mess around most people don't touch the wallpaper on a regular but basis you're gonna rent a kid like yeah. you can do it if you're gonna get a kid to do well, it i suppose that's true you can just put peanut butter on your own fingers for free okay we'll work this out okay but anyway um i'm i'm dubious whether this idea. works but i'm fascinated by it it says right in there of, right in the hint it works i know this is one of my favorite hints i've read in a long time yeah i like it okay I'm going. Okay. All right. How the hell would anybody ever figure that out? What? How desperate would pissed off about your wallpaper would you have to be to go? I'm gonna. Okay. Bring me the goddamn bread, people. Give me the bread. I've used everything else in the house. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this seems like a a weird leap as a cleaner, but I don't know. Okay. And I wonder what it is about it that does it, like about the bread in particular. I don't. I don't know. That's the whole thing. Is we might have to do a challenge. Buy some wallpaper, rent a kid. We're so behind on our follow-ups. Oh, I've got bad news, everyone. We're not doing the 100th episode at Skipper's because the timing's not going to work out. So our 100th episode, how how, are you going to fly home for it? You're going to do 101, 102, 103. When I get back, we'll do 100. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. I know. We're going to do 100 without you. We have to. No, you don't. Okay. Well, try to stop us. (laughs) I don't unplug your thing right now, and I'm not going to tell you how to plug it back in. You probably so. couldn't even do it right now while you're sitting here. I can pull something could, out. Okay, unplug your own mic. <laughs> I hate when I do that. All right, is it my turn? Is yeah, you're picking doing? one. Okay, I'm going to pick uh, 634. All right. Okay, 634, Herman, with the marker pen. If your iron has a heat control gadget, sort materials according to the temperature required and start with the lowest heat first. I think we read this. No, we didn't. Yeah, because, yeah. It's been marked off. Oh. <laughs> you want to try again? Oh, I don't remember what that was. 634? 635. Oh, perfect. It's related. Okay. If your iron has no heat control device, remove the plug when the iron is hot enough for pressing. Attach cord again as additional heat is needed. This not only saves electric current, but prevents <laughs> overheating and scorching. What a pain in the ass. No kidding. Oh, my God. That Oh, Jesus, God. Um, well, I happen to be blessed with a, with an iron in 2019 that has it has settings. a heat control gadget on it. Mm, it right does. on it. It's a gadget. Yeah, I paid extra for the gadget. Um, so yeah, I can kind of not imagine doing that. What a nightmare! Plug it in. What if you get like a hire a kid? I don't know why you have to hire children to do oh. the electrical work. Yeah, on just your... stand there and plug plug it in. Okay, unplug. Plug. It's too hot. Too hot. Plug it out. Yeah, I'll plug it out. Yeah, I'm gonna pick number fifty-two. Okay, that's very early. Yeah, it's solid in the food again. Don't wash eggs before storing. Water destroys the protective film that keeps out air and odors. I think this is uh, true, but if you buy eggs in the U.S. now, they're already washed, and that's why you have to refrigerate them. They're very yeah. I think I've already talked about this in Costa Rica. The first time I was trying to buy eggs, I you couldn't figure out that they were just out. No, I went through. All, and looked in the refrigerator section is very minimal, smaller than a Seven Eleven probably, and I couldn't find them. And I finally asked somebody, and she looked at me like, oh, "They're right there, like yeah, they're a big stack just a, sitting there in the in the just on a shelf." So yeah, and they are good eggs too. Don't wash your eggs. Okay. Um. Do you 
want to hand me that one more time. Sure. Right. We got a, a good bunch of hints today, I think. I think we're doing... We're really nailing them so far. I think so. I'm going to pick 271. Oh, man. I hope you didn't break the streak. Herman's doing a great job now that he's back. <laughs> he's doing so good that he's going to remind me if I picked 271. Is that what I said? Yes. All right. In removing buttons from clothing, you won't snip the fabric if you slide a comb under the button and cut the thread carefully with a razor blade. This is a great hint that I can't imagine the use for. Why would I be taking the buttons off my clothes? Oh, that is... <laughs> yeah, I always, with buttons, you're always putting them on, not taking them off. Huh. Especially if you want to save... Oh, like, if you're you? saving the buttons of an old shirt, you wouldn't give a shit if you cut it, right? Also true. I can't hmm. think of a circumstance for this, so I'm going to give this hint. Okay, maybe you sewed it in the wrong down. spot. Like, maybe you, you got it like a quarter of an inch off and it's all bollocked up and you have to take it off and start okay. over. Okay, I'll accept that as an answer. Also, okay. maybe those ones when you buy a shirt now and they give you spare buttons on the inside bottom mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Hey guys, try that comb trick next time you cut one of those Why off. Why would you? Has anyone d- ever in the life of buying and wearing shirts actually done that? Done what? Used the extra button that's on the inside of your I have, shirt? I did once. All right, that's yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Out of many hundreds of buttons probably. Um, so... Okay, let's go back to the comb thing. If you have a razor blade, why would you not just cut the thread on top of the button and forego the whole comb idea? You might scratch up the button if it's a decorative one. I suppose. Okay. All right. Oh, or maybe it's the kind that, like the military buttons that don't have four holes. Oh, yeah, that don't have thread that comes to the top. Yeah. What would the name for those are? There's two reasons why we use this hint. Okay. I can think of a reason to remove buttons, which I can't. (laughs) True that. Okay. Can you have me, or I think it's your turn to oh, pick okay. one here. I'm going to pick one. It's going to be number 648. That was so decisive, everybody. Didn't you think that was, it just rolled off the tongue? Let's make sure it's actually not been read. We're good. <laughs> I don't know why you think I would do something like that. Because you've done it many times in a row. I don't think that's true. I'm Take good. the pan from the broiler as soon as food is removed so the grease won't bake on and the broil broiler will be easier to clean. It's true. You know, another benefit of not eating meat, no broiler pan with goddamn steak shit stuck on it. God, I used to hate that. Yeah. Eating meat's a nightmare, actually. Don't do it. Um, don't you usually take the whole pan out when you broil stuff? When do you broil? You don't eat meat. Oh, well, I just broil my to- my bread to make toast, but I don't. I just do that right on the rack. I'm thinking of stuff, though, if you put it on a pan and in there, don't you remove the whole pan or do you... Just take your steak off and flop it right on your plate. Oh, they're talking about taking... Okay, do you know what a broiler pan is? Yeah. Okay, the thing with the... Like it has the the slats in it. Yeah, okay. And it catches the grease underneath. Yes, okay. Put your steak on there. Put it under the broiler. Yeah. Flip it over. Yeah, well, you just leave it in there. What do you think? You never wash it? It says to remove... Oh, they're talking about the removing it from the broiler... Not from the oven. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was very confused. Yeah, don't leave it in there because it's going to make the already terrible situation worse. Remove the pan from the broiler, and then what? Okay, listen to me. Broiler pan is a it's noun. It's two pieces. Yes, but both pieces are considered one broiler pan. Uh-huh. Okay, got your steak, got your broiler pan. Take the whole thing out of the oven yeah. when the steaks are done. So the sooner that broiler pan starts to cool off, the less damage you'll do in terms of dried on, cooked on food. So That's you're saying, saying don't leave it in the oven. Correct. Which I'm saying, does anyone ever leave it in the oven? You, ju- well, you don't just oh. flop your steak out. Okay, no. Okay, I thought you... I As thought, though it's a ball <laughs> in the sunshine. <laughs> it is pride, guys. <laughs> so it could happen. It was a few weeks ago. So, That's true. Okay, that point. Point. 
Okay. Okay. I, You're we, proving a point that I was trying to make that I don't understand why you would leave your okay. pan in the oven. I thought maybe your place. point okay. was that you separate the two pieces right away. Mm, which I don't know why too. that would matter if, unless you're going to throw it right in the sink and soak it, which you should do. Oh, you shouldn't. It's going to warp it. I'm it's giving this, I'm giving this hint, um, one pan down. <laughs> I, I, as well, because too much meat, all that grease is so disgusting. And then you get, what do you do with the grease? You throw it down the sink because that's going to clog it up. And otherwise you put in a garbage can and that goes every which way. I don't know. Just eating meat's a goddamn nightmare. It really is. Are you picking a number? Yeah. And hear, hearing a hint? I am. I'm going to pick 61. 61. It's, um... 61. I'm going all food all the time again. Okay. This is this is a French secret. Here's a French secret. French for perfect, or friend? French. For perfect poached eggs, add a tablespoon of vinegar and some salt to the water. Stir the boiling water with a spoon until you have a whirlpool in the center. Slip the egg from a saucer into the whirlpool and keep stirring gently until the egg is cooked to your delight. That's how I've been told to make poached eggs my whole life i've never done it i've seen you do it but you use that method don't you do you put vinegar I have in done there it. yeah i have done that and it works really well i used to always do them in the microwave because you can do it also but you have to put the vinegar in and a little bit of water uh-huh put the egg in and they have to have a thing of plastic with a hole poked through it and it, it's anyway the, the water method works quite well the, the whirlpool thing yeah and it seems more um chefy chef-ish chef-esque as opposed to doing it in the microwave you sounds pretty cool too yeah works they work good <laughs> god damn it you're getting this all over my carpet get Her, out of here Herman is pouring my mama beer in a weird theatrical way for some reason i think he's trying to make it foamy like she likes it's the exact <laughs> right amount of foamy he couldn't bear to do it like you do when you just dump one completely upside down and get a half a glass of foam <laughs> And he's splashed beer all over my As foot. As though you've never drank I or poured a beer before. Don't do that very often. Every once in a while, things just get... You do it all the get time. Get away from me. No, I don't. I watch you do it every time you drink a beer. You do not. Okay. Am I picking a number in here in a hint? Or you sure are. Okay, let's do 421. All right. Are you marking it off? I can't. The, he keeps putting the lid back on. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I forgot what I said. 421? Yeah. Okay. It's marked off. A small open market basket with a handle makes a fine cleaning basket easily carried from room to room. Holds small brushes, dusters, polishes, cleansers, etc. That's a good hint. So what do you do? <laughs> you put all your shit in a basket and carry it around while you clean? It's like a tote. No, that's a good idea. They're saying an open market basket. Open? Oh, like a... Like a, you'd take to the to store the market. to Like your little... Shop when you go to the farmer's market with your basket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. It's a fine hint. That's a fine old hint. That's pretty good. Can't complain about that hint. I probably won't do it because I only. You don't have, have a big enough house to need to carry your stuff that's around. That's true. <laughs> That'd be a little bit of overkill. Yeah, kind of would. You could do it in Costa Rica. Is that what? Um, hopefully, you usually don't you hire people to do your heavy cleaning? Yeah, I try to. They, um, well, they usually use my stuff, so it's all, it tends to be confusing because we're always like looking for things and I don't know what they're and talking you're like, about. You're looking for the vinegar or the vinegar. Yeah, I'll give you some baking soda, but nothing else. Well, that's all you need. Yeah, pretty much. Except they like uh, bleach, Claro, quite a bit. Hell yeah. I prefer not to use it in the house, but that's just me. Let's get another one from Herman, a Herman hint pick. All right. Pick a, pick a hint, Herman. 797. 797. I like that. Is it nice going to be cars? Like, no. It is, too. You're so nervous about the cars, but you don't know where they are. I don't. It's, we're nervous. in the, oh, where are we here? We're in the heating section. Oh, man. This is always out of date. Should we get a service <laughs> guy, our service guy to do whatever it's going to be? 
empty humidifier. Empty all water and remove any encrustations that may affect its efficiency. Um, all right. <laughs> Get that. Encrustations are a little disturbing. Is it, I've never heard the word encrustation. I know what they're talking about, though, and it sounds... It sounds um, gross. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't like the idea of it. And okay, we have a dehumidifier in Costa Rica. Is that what they're talking about, or humidifier? They said humidifier. Most, yeah, most people don't Why have you, a dehumidifier. I don't think. Well, humidifiers automatically empty themselves. You don't empty. Oh, they, are they talking just to keep it in working condition when it's done being used? Yeah, I think they're talking about okay. storing stuff, but oh, okay. I don't know if that. Okay. 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 That makes all the. Oh, difference. I think so. Maybe. Um. Oh yeah, up above here it says t- t- things to do for the end of the season. Okay, that makes so all, the end way of more um, sense. dry the, season, I guess. You empty that humidifier, folks. Okay, and get the incrustations off. Which I make your service man get the incrustations off because you don't want to do that. As far as I'm concerned, that's why you have people. All right, should we call this a short episode? I don't know how much. How short is it? Um, after my Sharona's in, it's going to be. Don't put my Sharona in there, please. <laughs> it's going to be an hour. It's a, it's a 45 minuter. Really? That's not very long. Let's do one more hint. All right. Each. I'll do one and then you one do one. One more each. That sounds now. good. Okay. I'm going to pick number 215. That sounds like a good number. It sounds like a good time of day and a good number. 215. The suspense builds. 215. Beware of friction. It ages your furs more quickly than any other common cause. In other words, don't let your furs rub against other objects or be rubbed. Any more than you can possibly help. Frequent carrying of bundles, books, and similar objects, driving in your furs for long distances, sitting in your coat when you don't have to, are typical ways to lessen the life and sparkle of your furs. Well, that's a lot to unpack. First of all, don't wear fur. And we know about how not to slide across a car seat from the fur coat But Yeah, episode. that's the next um, hint. Okay. And, um, wow. I like I- how they say not to... Um, let anything rub against it. Like, not let anyone touch it. Or that's what I was picturing. Someone being like, oh, this is soft. Be like, don't, don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, the whole idea of eating, eating furs, wearing furs is disturbing. It's weird that that used to be such a, like a... a Wasn't that kind sci- of a status symbol? A complete status symbol. Oh, my God. If you have milk and if you... Uh, milk. Mink. And if you had <laughs> sable... Milk and furs. Um, sable is like top-notch i think what is sable like some real cute animal yeah they're a little, a little bit cuter than minks um <laughs> I like minks but, but not as cuter? cute as foxes i think foxes were at the bottom of the cute scale i also like the idea of just wearing a fur around and being like i can't carry this bundle <laughs> it'll mess up my fur oh i like the book the more i think about this this is a good good hint carrying books yeah, that's very specific that would indicate that you're some sort of a student and typically students are not in a well, what about a bag of groceries? Carrying bundles, books, and similar objects. People who have fur don't carry their own groceries. They have a maid. Well, I think that... Or something. A lot of people probably buy a fur as a fancy thing. But they're just... But they're just regular folks. They're really not fancy at all. And they don't have anybody. And they have to carry their own bundles and books. Like buying an expensive they do it in the dark. purse just to show you can, even though maybe you're... Paying $4,000 for a purse might have been better spent on your rent. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, well, that's a good hint. As well as fur I'm guessing animals. most of our yeah. listeners don't have furs. Or they probably wouldn't be that into this. Because we talk a lot of shit about it in general. It's true. Okay, there's a man over here who has highlighter. Uh-huh. 
So, oh, it's my turn. That's what well, you indicated. You like trying about, to talk shit about Herman, like he's no, I'm trying to talk shit about you not picking over here. Not about you not picking a hint. Turns oh, out, that was my hint. Okay, turns that's out a good one. I probably should have been less uh, vocal. Uh huh. My number is three twenty six. Okay, I was almost on that page. Okay. To iron rough, dry garments in a hurry, try this method: dampen, roll tight, wrap in cloth, and then in paper, and put into the oven while the iron is heating. Jesus. The garments will dampen thoroughly for ironing by evaporation in the warm stove. Only takes a few minutes. I okay. I'm trying to picture a situation where you have rough clothes. Like your jeans? Yeah. And we have to be somewhere with them ironed in the next 20 minutes. Like, I don't think they're saying that the whole th- it speeds up the whole thing, just that it... Yeah, that's exactly what they're saying. That's why you put it in the oven wet. What did you think was going to... Oh, it only th- takes a few minutes to iron it after that? Is that what they're saying? I, it's unclear. I think probably both. While the iron is heating, do that, huh? Yeah, my iron heats in, I'm going to say, 15 seconds, but 1940. Do you still iron your jeans? No. Why not? Because you're a slob now with the wrinkly-ass jeans? No, my jeans come unwrinkled in the dryer. Mm. I have fancy, the fancy kind. Um, or you actually take your clothes out of the dryer now when it ends? Usually. I don't know. That's all you have to do for most clothes, modern clothes nowadays. Not the shirts. I have cotton shirts and they still need to be ironed. Well, that's bullshit. You should buy better shirts. They are better shirts. They just need to be ironed. They're wrinkly. That's why I never wear them. Yeah. <laughs> a closet full of, of uh, shirts that Herman has I haven't worn. Herman has work I'm... clothes that we really got down to a certain brand that if you take them out of the dryer as soon as it's done, they they look great. They did look good, too. That's true. I'm not even exaggerating the niceness. <laughs> you approve, and you're a stodgy old bitch. <laughs> The word stodgy just popped into my head. I don't know why I called you an old bitch, but it's funny. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking umbrage. Okay. Heard that word ever before? It means I'm kind of not happy with it. I know it. what umbrage means. All right. I don't know about your vocabulary. Apparently you think I'm a dumb old bitch. <laughs> Which is fair. I didn't say that. Are we? Oh, we did, both did one. Yeah, I think we're time for be here getting for to the reason. end of this okay. thing. What do you think? I think. How many minutes do we have? Um, uh, well, also, I, I I'm going made this into two parts because of an earlier snafu. So, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm oh, not quite was sure. It, it was a short snafu. It was like a sec. I would just like so to go on record m- and say, if you put this I Sharona my, in the my middle Sharona. of this, whatever the hell that thing's called, I'm going to come to your house and I have to think of some horrible. You're going to be in Costa Rica when it comes out. You're not going to hear this. I'm going to. I'll remember from here. You're going to remember to come to my house and. Do something terrible, but I can't think of anything good right now. I'll, I'll, I have some time to, to think on it. Fart in my shoes? Your shoes, you wish. <laughs> That's, that concerns me. Okay. Well, it should. All right. Umpire pants out.